Welcome. <laughs> What's happening? Shut your face. <laughs> and we have to do intro music first. Yeah. Would do you have a preference of music you'd like to do? I'm singing Pina Coladas. I don't care what anybody Ooh. says. So like, it's so like Pina Coladas. Yeah. Will we get copyright infringements? Uh, if we sing it, I don't think so. No. <laughs> have you looked into I feel that? like that's artistic freedom, my friend. Is it? Me singing? Yes. It is both artistic and freedom. Okay. I'm just sure <laughs> government will fuck you over anytime they can. Don't put that in there. I don't want them to, like, come and spy kill me. Because, like, what does she know? Jesus. <laughs> I don't know anything. That's a different episode entirely. But I must have known something. What did you do? Okay. And. We gotta figure out. Intro what music. If you're going to be a lot of And getting caught in the rain. <laughs> Afternoon siestas. I don't know what's after that. Whatever. Failing. We're okay. guardians of the galaxy when you need it. Okay, we're here. And if you can see us, we didn't scrap the video. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> to my zoning room. <laughs> to my, to your home. Yes. I'm Melissa still, but you can maybe see me now. This is McLena. Hello. If you can see us. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Tanya. Hello. Okay, and we're going to stop pretending like you can see us now because we're going to try to pretend that we can't see us right now. <laughs> Yay! And we're on. What are we talking about today? Why is everyone looking at me? Galentines. I'm like Galentines. Gals. Gals. Besties. Women. We are. Yeah, we are tribe. So let's talk about it. How long have we known each other? It's. It was well, a year. A year in June of 2021. Yeah. Two. So yeah, in June it will be two years. Yes. Yes. And this weekend has been a year that we all graduated with our certificates as foot zone practitioners. Yay! Yeah, we've been foot yeah. zoners for a year. Yeah. Woo woo! The most exciting and saddest day. Yeah, there was a lot of tears. There's yeah. a lot of tears on that day. We didn't want to end. I cried all the way home knowing that <laughs> I accomplished a goal that I didn't right? know that I was going to be able to achieve. And so it was more of like happy, sad, accomplished. It was just a ball of emotions in tears as I as I drove home. I got the hiccups. <laughs> oh my gosh. What did I say today? Bring back my nuts. No, the learning <laughs> thing. <laughs> uh, guess what I learned out? <laughs> about that <laughs> you learned it right out of your own damn head oh what my are we goodness talking about? <laughs> we're talking about learning stuff <laughs> learning stuff and knowing things so what did it do for you foot zoning school it gave me a sense of accomplishment um it gave me my own self-doubt what i was capable of doubting my own self-worth wondering if i was good enough all the feels but then it also showed me a lot of my strengths. Tell me, you guys, I'm not going to cry. It's okay. <laughs> you can cry if you want to. you got to be vulnerable. No shame. But there, yeah, it definitely, it opened me up to a whole other world that I knew I was a part of. I just didn't know how to be a part of it. So, yeah. What about for you, Melissa? So what's the question exactly What did again? Food Zoning School do for you? What did it do for me? Mm-hmm. Oh, hell. Personally. The actual classes and stuff, um, I don't know. It did a lot for me for, like, learning how to trust myself and that I can I can do it and that it's okay if my way's different than it and everybody else's way. That was very cool because it was very interactive as far as the actual education and the zoning part. But what it did for me, what it did for me the most was got me my homies. Right. My foot homies, right? For real, though. So day one. I think we discussed this on the podcast before. I was, I said, okay, we're friends now. <laughs> and that's how you make friends as a grown-up. And it worked because everybody, what, we were in school for nine months, and it's been a whole year since then, and everybody still is at least partially a part of everybody else's life. 
as mm-hmm. much as we can. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. life is busy, but yeah. And there were what six of us. Okay. What about you? What What foot zone school do for you? Uh, same, same. And? But it uh, it gave me confidence to trust my intuition. It's like I already thought that because it's like you hear everybody's capable of being psychics and mediums, and it's like I think we are all capable of doing that. But it's like, I think the whole time we were going through that, it's just encouragement all the way. Mm-hmm. And no point did you ever feel, like, if you ever felt bad about yourself, you put it on yourself. Nobody else was giving you that bad no. vibe. Yeah. And when they taught us about comparison, when they taught us about expectations, it's like, those were big things for me to apply in my life. But it's like, it changes you. Gives you what you need. When you didn't even know you needed it. Mm-hmm. You did. You just didn't know that you could get it or how to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's true. <clears throat> yeah. Brad knows what he's doing. <laughs> Ramon. Ramon! You wouldn't think so, but he knows. He really does, He though. does have his shit together. For... <laughs> as much as it seems like he doesn't, he does. You know what I think it is? It's the bacon. I believe it. The I man loves bacon. bacon. Who doesn't? A My lot daughter. Of don't. I know, but it's, you know, not everybody likes it cooked the right way. I like it crispy. Me yeah. too. I also like it crispy. Hiram says that it's burnt. I'm like, no, it's cooked. I don't like this flabby shit. I've got enough of my own. I'm not eating somebody else's. Get your shit together. <laughs> okay, so what are we gonna? Are we gonna pounce off tribe? What do you want? To, what? What are we exploring further? You know, we have such good conversation flow until there's a recording happening and then we're like, <laughs> You might have to edit a lot in this. Let's just pretend it's not even there. <laughs> right? Is it working right. yet? Like, what right. have what have we talked about today? We've oh, talked hell. about a lot of things. We talk- a lot of things that probably are not recordable. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> it's the shit show. If you don't, if you you don't like, like what you're hearing on a podcast, it's in the name. Like, that's the warning. That's how I even... It is. There's going to be cursing. There's going to be real life stuff. Like, there's going to be some awkward moments. But it's like, it's only awkward if you feel awkward. I don't feel awkward. I come make it awkward. And I'm like, that was fun. Let's do it again. It's a good time. It's a good time. Let's do it again. Okay. Ooh, let's do this. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, I thought you almost choked on something no. or something. So it's Galentine's, Valentine's, okay? Okay. Let's talk about just relationships. We don't Fucking have to out. use names. Of course, if people that we know hear this, they're going to be like, I know who they're talking about. <laughs> it's like, do you? You might. You might. You might not. So let's talk about... Doesn't have to be the entire thing of it, but but what is one thing of a date or like a time out with a guy that you've done that was a f- like fun moment that you like remember often? <clears throat> and it doesn't even have to be that he oh. was fun. It's just that whatever you were doing was fun. It's like I like this. You're a douche, but this was fun. You know, it doesn't have to be like that either. I would say we drove a quad through the canyon over to another city to have dinner. That was my phone. Your your cross just dinged. (laughs) Happy Galentine to you. She has arrived, my friends. Oh, yeah. What canyon? We went through um, a canyon because I live in the top of Utah. Yeah, through Avon. So down it drops down into Eden. Oh, so there's a back canyon back there, but it's pretty. It was really cool. Was there fig leaves? Oh, God. How old were you? Did you get into Eden? Were there fig leaves? Oh, I got it. I got it. No. It was bad. It was a day. It was, it was just a, a couple years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It was during the summer. It was really cool. Don't be asking me about dates, sis. I just got done being married for 20 years. I haven't been on a date in fucking That's 22. Okay. <laughs> Go to an old one. Because I'm like, I just thought of one when I was like 15 or something. I don't think. When I was a date? I don't, I think, I was even, I don't think I was old enough to drive. I could have been. I don't remember having fun dating. It's not necessarily dating, though. It's just going out and experiencing Okay, something. so this one time when I met my husband, 
You ever deployed? You don't have a husband. Well, one of my husbands. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a couple. So, yeah. Well, because we were deployed, we just kind of gallivanted over half the planet together. That was awesome. Are you talking sex? I may or may not be talking about sex. sex. <laughs> the adventures around the world were also awesome. That's awesome. So, yes. And you were, you know, who gets to do that for a job? Who gets to do that? So, that was cool. I don't. It was kind of like a very long date. Very. Yeah. It's a very expensive one if you were to pay for it. Well, I got paid for it. I know. That's the way to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. That would probably be, yeah. Nice. What about you? 15-year-old McLean on a date with your giant boobs. What happened? <laughs> no, I think that's when I started getting them was 15. No, that was just, I'm not talking about that one because that one's like borderline. Oh, it was in, in, inappropriate or illegal? Yeah. You never know with you. First. It, it, can, go, it can go either way. It was, it's just on the line, you know, when you said it's the last one, you're like, you like to, you like to, what'd you say? Live on the edge. It's like, I do. It's one of those moments. But that's, I'm not going to go to that one. I'm going to go to one. It was when I was divorced. I'm still divorced, but the other time. <laughs> but it was a kid. A kid. He's. We were. The, I think we were the same age. I don't know. Was he a kid? No, he wasn't a kid. We have to be careful here because Cougar Town. I did not. I <laughs> wasn't a kid. You were divorced, so like, you had to have been an adult, correct? I was. Okay. Yes. This person was also an adult. Yes. That guy. It was a guy. guy. Okay. A man. The guy. It was a man. Oh, Jesus. Are we going to get into Jesus. <laughs> to Boys and Men again? Boys to Men. Boys to Men. That's a good band. That okay. song is going through my head. Yes. Yes. No, okay. but we we seriously had the stupidest, funnest date. We went and got window paint things. Okay. Mm -hmm. Paint mark things where you write on people's car. Yeah. And got we went it. to the bar where we were. I won't say because people will be like, that was mine. Oh. <sighs> you were talking about your fun date. Oh, yeah. We went to the bar and wrote on everybody's windows. I've been drinking. You wrote like <laughs> drinking on your windows? Just left the bar. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> but it was fun. It was a good time. Has this guy since been arrested at any point? I don't know. Have, you, said, money, have yes. you talked to said person since then only like briefly did he get another date out of it because i feel like that would be like right up your alley yeah he did i think he tried moving in i'm like eh, i'm not gonna <laughs> be a sugar mama i ain't giving you gas money <laughs> wise move wise move mm -hmm. it's like the stuff was nice you know the stuff wink wink we got it yeah that's but not that nice I ain't paying for it. Ever. Moist. <laughs> oh. That, that word makes people uncomfortable. Yes. How else do you describe a cake? It's not juicy. It's delicious. It's moist. <laughs> it is moist. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we had some dates. They were pretty good. We ne we married none of these people. No. For real. I married the person. But. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Good for you. How old were you when you got married? Pretty young. Which time? <laughs> yeah, which the first time? I was too young both times. So I we all were. I have to think about it. Hold on. Don't pressure me. I was just shy of 20. First time I was 18. Jesus. First time I was 18. Fuck me. Yeah. Almost 19. We've all been married twice. I have been married <gasps> twice. Did you marry the same person twice, too? No, I've had two oh. husbands. I've had two husbands. Well, technically, <laughs> I married my first husband twice. Did you? Divorced him twice, yeah. So you've... So, three. technically... So you've been married three times. Well, technically, the second time doesn't count because it was with the same dude. It does count. I don't know. If that's the case, if you're going to get divorced after, you got... Cut all that out. I've only been married once. I'm just kidding. <laughs> People will be like, liars! I won't lie about it. I never have. When I tell people, they're like, oh, You're that? not the only person I know that's married the same person twice. No. Is that a Utah thing? I don't know. It's an everywhere thing. Guilt, shame, blame thing. 
Fah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a neighbor child laughing. <laughs> or a smallish dog. I don't know. There's sounds coming from outside. <laughs> Wait, whose cat sounds like a fucking chicken? My cat is, we call him the couch monster. The dog's petrified of him. Why? Does he come in the house? The cat? Mm-hmm. He lives Yeah, the he lives behind the couch. <laughs> That noise came from within inside <laughs> this house. Yes. He's antisocial. He eyeballed Obviously. me all night. He what? He eyeballed me all night. I'd wake up a couple times and he'd be standing, sitting right there. Like, <laughs> You're like, what? I'm going to smother you. <laughs> Holy shit. He's a nice cat. Uh-huh, that's what they all say and then they eat you. He doesn't like small children. Oh, can't say I blame him. <laughs> <laughs> if I had that much hair, I wouldn't want their little sticky peanut butter hands on me either. Right. So we've all been married two times <laughs> or more. Yep. yep. The squirrel just circled around. <clears throat> yeah. Two times or more. And we did it. We did it well. We divorced. We owned it. We did it well. And now we're uh, all roughly middle-aged. One would hope. Are we? And, uh... I guess we're somewhat on the prowl, except McLena, who's in a committed thing. I'm in a committed thing with celibacy. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya has prospects. <laughs> she, she's dabbled, she's dabbled her toe in a little, oh, what's that? Yeah. Oh, that was awful. What's this? That's pretty much it, too. Yeah. We did have a conversation last night that, uh... The, the the dating pool in our current region is not the greatest. And we're thinking we're going to have to transplant to a different state to find a decent date. What if it's worse, date. though? Fucking, what if it's fucking fabulous? What if they're all goddamn tall? But wouldn't we know? Maned, majestic beasts just waiting to be climbed like a tree. I think they're all in Montana, though. Are they? Uh-huh. Must they be? It's too cold, Montana. That's why. frozen there. That's why they're there. This isn't Yellowstone. I'm not <laughs> trying to bang Kevin Costner. <laughs> you would, though, wouldn't you? No. Really? No. Oh. No? No. This kid? I'd have some interesting conversations with him, probably, but I don't think I'd like be what? trying to get him naked. Who? I could totally see you banging an old guy <laughs> like that. Let's, let's not. I don't, cares I don't even want you thinking about it. Oh, oh. God, no! <laughs> really? Harrison yeah. Ford? I thought he was a good-looking guy. It's not like I said Clint Eastwood. Facts are facts. If anybody's going to sleep with an older guy, it's always going to be Sam Elliott. That's my, that was my mom's. Everybody, he can grow voice, a mustache. It? It's the voice. The voice does it. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Or well, fucking right Sean Connery. I guess Connery. Sam Elliott is getting all the women. Sean Connery, I'd take him a few oh, rounds, his maybe. voice, right? You're like, can you just narrate the whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sell it. <laughs> like sex Right? <laughs> Number 22-year-old girls. Pamela's out of a job. It's going to be old guys narrating everything mm-hmm. that happens. That's not awkward at all. No. Don't like it. Just can't they narrate after? They don't have to be there during <laughs> Oh, 
having too good of an imagination that, oh, like, you make yourself gosh. laugh so hard you can't communicate the That's hilarity. the best thing ever, though, isn't <laughs> it? Oh, I think I broke something. <gasps> On the inside. Pressurized. <laughs> he probably Whoa. released something. <laughs> um, wow. No, I'm going to say people making money doing weird stuff, meaning feet pics. Because uh, we're into that stuff. Just the feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not the other stuff. Have you seen how much money people make doing that, that, that stuff? Yeah. So we need some old guys to narrate sex, and that's our... That's our fortune waiting to happen. Oh, I don't want to go to that level. It's just, it's like, oh, you want me to step on donuts with my feet? I'll do that. What about those ones that are completely covered in sprinkles? <laughs> <laughs> or do you want the ones with, like, the cream She's filling? She's in particular. I want the cream filled ones. <laughs> so it squishes through your toes. Yes, it's going to feel a little... <laughs> no. What if, syrup. what if somebody would pay you $500 to lick... Jelly donut off of her toes. Are the toes clean? Yeah, of course. Is somebody videoing this? I'll video. <laughs> but we have to get a sexy voice. To you have to kind of. No, it's just a video of that. You don't need to talk. It's just shut up and let's see the feet. <laughs> the feet would be fine. If my face didn't have to enter the frame, absolutely. But do I want my face How, licking toes the on the internet? Yeah, if there's nothing She's got a washcloth in her mouth. She's like. <laughs> Yeah. If there's nothing identifiable, hell yeah. That, exactly. That's sure. the whole thing. I know her. Her feet are fine. She's like, Tanya, I'm washing these myself. Oh, yeah. I zoned them. She doesn't have scary feet or nothing. No, I don't think. Have you seen scary feet as a zoner? Mm-hmm. Have you really? Mm-hmm. What's scary feet to you, though? Just really clack or cracked, callous, really just tough skin. Just some of like the toenails that get like the fungus and stuff on it. Really thick. That's scary to you though? No, it's not really scary. It's like what's scary to me? I'm like, oh, people ask me that. I'm like, I haven't seen any scary feet. But I'm like, what's scary? I think the biggest thing with that though Troll is feet. Just... What is that? When they're always men. <laughs> I've come across exactly two. They're always men. They have Fucking troll feet. Really? Like yes. Just flat and big. Like or that's what? not human skin. I don't know where you got your gnarly fucking toenail situation. I've literally <laughs> had the toenails cut my hands. Shut up. No joke. I had to sanitize things. Yeah. She's like burn. Make it burn. Troll feet are scary as hell, and they're always on men. And y'all need to fucking take care of your fucking feet. <laughs> pedicures but i mean it's oh my gosh do it it's a good hygiene thing to do not only for women i mean it's so relaxing and i tell people for us to do it. ask a- anybody in the military if you don't take care of your feet you are so fucked i tell take pe- care of your feet i tell people that all the time i'm like did you know that the military teaches you how to clean your feet because she taught me that and i'm like people are like really i'm like Think about it. Without your feet, you're useless. And people are like, that makes sense. I'm like, why don't they teach us this in school? Dude, there's so much shit they don't teach us in school. That's a whole other episode. That's a whole other episode. Yeah. Mm. It's like grade one. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I'm just joking. But McLena was not joking. In I fact. <laughs> I don't have the patience to go over each grade. I'll be like, this is, why do we need to teach this? I think there's a lot of wasted time. But it's probably for, <clears throat> it's probably necessary. Because if I was a kid, I'd be like, when do we get to play thumbs up? I think they structure it wrong. Because a lot of times it gets to a point where the teacher's value is graded upon the grades the students get mm-hmm. on the tests. So the teachers end up teaching to the test to get the good student grades. Not to teach it for you to understand it. None of it has any fucking thing to do with real life existing in America. No. Period. You need to learn how to read, how to write, basic math. They also need to be teaching these younger kids coping skills. Coping skills are a big friggin' thing, dude. But coping skills are also something that you kind of have to learn on your own. But some of them you, you can because... But you can be exposed to them and figure right. out what works for you and what doesn't. Do parents doesn't. even know how to do with coping skills? Our parents don't have any friggin' coping skills. That's why we do the shit we do and teach people how to cope. <laughs> and then Fucking ask out. for forgiveness afterwards. 
So it's like we need to teach the parents and the children. Mm-hmm. Well, you teach the kids, the parents figure stuff out, and they're like, oh, that makes sense. Do they, though? Not my all parents are pretty damn open-minded about shit. I mean, and I know I've hurt my parents' feelings before because, like, I've gone through therapy things, and I learned stuff about myself and, like, how I've affected my kids. And <clears throat> and I've had conversations where with my mom where it's like, you know, she sees the reflection in me also, you know, because we've got three generations there. You can kind of see things across, and it's hurt her feelings. I've never meant to hurt her feelings, and I've told her outright. Like, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I'm just aware. I'm not mad about it. Right. It's just fact. I'm not, I've not gone through raising my kids without fucking them up a little bit. We all do it. I tell, yeah, I tell people that all the time. I'm like, you're going to screw up your kids, so just accept it now. Well, don't give us a manual. No. But, no two kids are the same. But so, you know, but if you know about stuff, then you can see what works for you. Yeah. But you can't force it to work. You can't force it to work, but you could expose kids to it so they know what to, that they're, number one, that, that there are ways. tools available. And number two, what they what, what <clears> might they be inclined feel. towards and all that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's a life skill. Nobody gets through life without it being hard. No. It's where there's growth. It's where there's growth. That's where the growth is. There will be growth. <laughs> there freaking better be. <laughs> Banking on it. Yeah. If not, I'm going to need to be, like, locked up. You're going to be up. You're gonna be alright. <laughs> we'll show up. Okay. We're there for you, bro. Okay. <laughs> <Purr>. <laughs> I don't remember what we started on. I feel like we wandered down the trail there. It's okay. Valentines is... and finding your tribe and friendship. Oh. Yeah. Tell, tell us about it. it. Yep. You've got to handle it. <laughs> You've got your shit together about this bear and we do tell the us. Tell us, Miss Tanya. Edge and us. I don't have my shit together. Sure you do. I know. You have it more together than I do. I think. Oh, yeah. You're doing great. I think you are. I don't know. Um, I think with us and finding our class and finding the people that, like, we're each other's cheerleaders. We rally around each other when we're having a bad day or a bad situation, you know, even in class when we were doubting ourselves, like, not just between us three, but the other gals that were in our class, too. Mm-hmm. I think we value each other's opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big thing for me is learning to ask for help when I need help. It was really one of the first places as an adult where I could say, like, I could be struggling in my life at the moment and, like, I'd be struggling in it. And then, like, it would be really great if I could have another person or people, you know, kind of to support. That's like, oh, shit, I have people waiting to support me. I just have to be all like, hey, (laughs) help me. Yeah, you know, like the first time I zoned somebody in my office, I forgot my book or something, and I was so stressed out, you know, and nervous about the whole thing. Oh, yeah, it was your first thing. Yeah, and I was like, help me! And all of a sudden, I had all this, like, everybody just stopped what they were doing. And they're like, I was getting photos of maps and, like, all this stuff. And I'm like, you guys are the greatest. It went off without a hitch. But it's like, duh, Melissa, you have people. Just open your friggin' mouth and raise your hand and be like, over here, please. But not even just having people, but it's trusting that it's going to work out. Well, yeah, and that they're not going to be all like, do you remember when she fucked that all up? Do you remember that one time? There's not, that's not happening on the back end. Like, I know that. And if it is, that's not your people. Yeah. But but it's not happening. But that's not happening in the tribe. No. But it's like, that's what fits, that's what I think the school taught is. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's ever putting anybody down. No. And if it's you all are, support. it's like, I'm saying this with love. Yeah. It's all support. And even if it's not my thing or it's not how I would do it, I'm not going to say that you're wrong. No. Because it's just different. Everybody's it's different. not wrong. It's just different. So let's talk about that. Okay. <clears throat> what do you feel? What's something that you experience when you're zoning people? Like, what's a way of you knowing when you found something? It's just a sense that I feel in my hands. It's either hot or cold. So it's mostly like an um, sensation. A lot of times I don't feel it. It's just going through the modalities and going through the zone step by step. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can feel it and other times I can't. Well, well that's just anybody. Mm-hmm. But I doubted myself, though. I still doubt myself because there's others in our in our class that feel it. And they can tell you, oh, it's this and this and this and this. Which I think it, it will come 
with more time and the more you do it and and the less and you that, doubt yourself yeah and when you can get out of your own head honestly mm-hmm. my whole thing with that it's it's the doubt but it's like it doesn't need to make sense it doesn't need to make sense to you most cases it's not going to make sense to you so th- this reminds me of one of the posts that brad had put on his mm-hmm. um the gal that was questioning did you read that post that he had i don't know if i did so it was a while back um so he had mentioned on his he was asking in our group you know like a question what would you say to somebody who called you that was attending the class but felt like they were going to drop out because they feel like they weren't worthy of it or that they weren't quite getting it like yeah. kind of where I was at and this hit me particularly in the heart because it, I, it was so relatable to me and where I was especially was in class five and was going through what I've been through um, working two full-time jobs putting myself through school a mom being a mom um, the crises that were going on at home there was so so much but we put all of this pressure on ourselves but when Brad and Madge just sat with me and listened to me and validated my concerns as you are human and this is you know there's more people going through this same circumstances and feeling the same thing but at the moment we feel like we're the only well, the only person yeah but, but it's the end of the world <clears throat> kind of thing absolutely mm-hmm. but in my reply to the text was we feel like we have this glass ceiling above our head and so we're always here and when we get up there we bump it because we're taught not to be too big yeah well, you know and it's like if you're too big then you're too much yeah. but in reality there's a reason why it's because we're supposed to bust that open and when we do everything that comes from the ground up shoots through us and it comes just like that crown of light that comes out of us not just the top of our head but in our fingers our eyes our touch especially when we are on people's feet like people are trusting us people become the most vulnerable with us as they're sitting in our chair and they trust us I mean they cry over the simplest things and you know some of them are so tough that they're like there's no way I'm gonna you know like come in with this big old tough exterior and you're like we got you but it's a safe space and like you guys you ladies say too is that we are holding that space for them and I for me I doubt myself because I feel like I should have so much more to offer because that's my but you guys see me as so much more so for me I still feel like I'm keeping myself at that glass ceiling but in your guys's perspective I'm above that glass ceiling but you're stepping in your own way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that doubt and all that that's what's holding you back absolutely once you ignore that and start trusting that you're amazing because you are you're gonna be like what the heck was I doing you're holding yourself back it is I think the biggest aha moments I get when I zone is you ladies I keep saying you guys but you ladies can relate is when the client feels that like they feel when the you energy. can be when you can get validated yes but it, that's why imagine them always say it's the zone it's the zone the zone mm-hmm. always works it honestly does same with mm-hmm. Reiki it always works whether we get the backup from it or not mm-hmm. it works yeah it does and it's like the more I get it the less experiences you kind of have like you still have experiences mm-hmm. but I have had any of like the breakthrough moments but it's like you know when you're working on yourself you're not going to have that and it's like and that's okay too but it's still doing what it needs to Mm -hmm. but it's like you do you need the validation but it's like you also need to remember that just because you're not getting it you're still getting referrals people are still coming to you you know what I mean Mm -hmm. you got to take that doubt out it's the most evilest thing in the whole entire world and it does it to everybody yeah and I think there's a lot to find in your clients too because when we were going through school and stuff and like some of the instructors because we saw various instructors at different times very much like this tends to be my type of client or you know like they all have their niche and it's not even necessarily something that they chose it's just who's That's drawn how to it them just works out yeah and i was like uh i don't know who i want my clients to be i don't know any of this stuff and it's that, like i want everybody and anybody yeah and that took me a while and then i started really seeing it and 
I was like, holy shit. And I was talking to Tanya about this last night when we were zoning each other, is that at this point, I see a portion of myself reflected in every single person that sits in my chair at this point. Every single person that sits down, I'm like, you're reflecting this back at me. Like, I, I learned something from every person that sits in my chair. Like, I have some type of connection through life or circumstance or whatever to every person that sits in my chair. And it's super, super cool. It is. It's like the zone's just a reason to have a conversation. It's a a reason to get people together, but at the same time, it's like, this is the oldest connection. Yeah. Our ancestors did this for each other. Mm -hmm. You did this for people you didn't know. Jesus did it. Uh, You can get emotional. You gotta pet the humans. They need the they need petting. Imagine not in creepy ways, but yeah. No, and it's like imagine people that don't get hugs or just affection. Yeah. So my moms need hugs, kids. Yeah. If you're listening, even moms, moms need hugs. But so do dad. Dads need hugs too, but I'm the mom and I'm worried about my hugs right now. Okay. Well, yes, ma'am. <laughs> What were we talking about, though? Petting the humans. No, before that. Like, Tribes. what got us on that? No, not that. Like, what got us on what you were just talking about? Squirrel moments. Everybody in your chair being a reflection oh, yeah. of you. With that... That's what I've noticed, too, with the drum circles. So I have people write on paper, you know, what they're going through. Everything everybody's going through is relatable for everybody. Oh, yeah. That night that we did it in class with you. Yeah. When we did it, everybody, we were all ball-assing. Exactly. And that's the thing is we're all going through it. It's just our version at our time. But it's like, we've been there. Oh. We haven't been there. We've seen people go there. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, and we always think we're alone when we're in it. It's and, like, and it's nobody like, else could understand this. And it's like, yep. everybody else could actually understand this. But it's just like you said. You felt like you were the only one going through this. And mm-hmm. it's like, you do. Because you feel like your world's ending. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and you can get on the dark subject of suicide. It's like, that is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Uh, yeah, it is. It's like, nothing is that permanent besides that and it's just heartbreaking because it's like if I could hug all of you and put you in a room where you couldn't hurt yourselves and I'll make sure you have nice yummy snacks and you can watch some happy stuff or something I don't know maybe this you might go crazy with that I don't want to do that but it's like you just want to give people hugs well even the ones that don't want hugs it's like I'm gonna hug you still and sometimes it's just fight it (laughs) (laughs) I'm still gonna give you some of my voodoo love let it happen I have a cousin that doesn't like hugs, so I make it a purpose. Like, I make it my goal to always hug her when I see her. And just make it even more awkward than ever. I just come up ever. from behind, and she's always like, oh, my God. And I'm like, I just love you. <laughs> yeah, everybody needs hugs. Yeah. Squeeze the shit out of you. I think a lot of it, too, is people just need less assholes. So much of your mental and emotional health is affected by the people around you. I'm not saying everything's everybody else's fault. We're all responsible for our own experience. But if you're surrounded by assholes, you're going to feel like shit. Oh, yeah. That's just how it is. Sorry. You know, if you up-level... I tell this to my kids all the time, and it's a very mom thing to say. Your circle of friends can either lift you up or pull you down. Yes, it's true. Choose wisely, you know? Mm-hmm. So we got lucky with our group of people pulling us up. Thank God. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think most everybody thinks that with their classes. I don't know. I think ours is a little bit different. I think ours is extra special. I do think ours is extra, extra special. Extra magical! But I think we all work at it, too. Because it's not easy. Um, We all compare. That's something that humans just do. And we're socialized to do it. We all compare. But I think we all also work at not comparing. Mm -hmm. Like, we see it. We're like, if she is doing X, Y, and Z, and I'm still on P over here, it's like, I'm failing. And it's like, no, you're not failing. That person's journey is not your journey. You know? And it's like, I'm struggling with this. But we can say to each other, I'm struggling with this. Or we can reach out around whoever triggering and be like I'm struggling with this and have the person talk to us like I get it or whatever because I have moments where I'm like I'm jealous as hell (laughs) my life's been in a shit storm for far too long and I'm not making massive progress that I would like to make am I still hustling hell yeah I'm still hustling I'm not embarrassed of my point where I'm at in the arc that's my journey it's just sometimes it's disheartening to see other people because I'm in the struggle through phase 
right now and they're in the clear shot phase right now. But when I get through the clear shot, they may be in the struggle phase. You know, it all, everybody's on their own journey, but learning that and, and really work, yeah, working on yourself mm-hmm. that I can take that as something that make I choose to make me feel worse about myself or I can take that as something that I choose to have inspire me. And motivate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I completely agree. And it is hard. Yeah. I mean, it's not easy, but I do think that all of us in the, in the foot zone tribe that we've created, I do think all of us work at it. Oh, I think we're, and I think every single one of us is amazing at it. Yeah. And I was thinking earlier, it's like every single one of us went through something while we were going through that. Oh, absolutely. Big life changes. Like I got divorced. What'd you go through? Do you want to disclose? Just a bunch you of stuff. You don't have to. You can be vague. There was a lot. A Lots lot of family. Of, a lot of things and um, the closeness that suicide hits home. There you go. And you? Um, Realizing. Well, you had already realized that. Before, I had though. already worked. I had worked on so many things um, that I really kind of knew. I think that foot zoning school was really more for me personally. Coming to the like vid realization that I'm not by myself. I don't have to do everything by myself Uh, I don't need to be an island that there's no honor there's no honor and victory in doing it by yourself because it's just Just unnecessary suffering yeah Yeah. well whilst going through school by the time that I finished zoning school though I knew I was getting divorced (laughs) so there was that right that's yeah, so that really headlong. So yeah, exactly one year ago today. Yeah, I so I was at graduation knowing that I was there by myself and I was. <laughs> and my, it was okay. It was sad. It was, but it was okay. It was sad because it was different. The being there without any of my family oh, to that support was that was mm-hmm. hard. Harder though for me, driving away at the end, crying right because yes. I did. Was that I was we afraid at that point that these people that I had learned to depend on that I could trust to lean on that I wasn't going to be seeing them absolutely for sure within the next four weeks like I only had to make it four weeks (laughs) on on my own (laughs) and then I would for sure have people right she's like earth man you didn't realize how parched you were until you walked in the door and you're like holy shit hydration (laughs) yeah and it's that's why i wanted to take the class again when we went to matches oh yeah it's like i need i need that i need you guys i feel that that's been part of since we stopped with the graduation last year and not having those six months with it has really affected me mentally mentally physically emotionally spiritually spirit oh big time spiritually because even if it was just a day or two it fills your soul it fills your cup even if it's just an hour yes it was all of our our tribe, our likeness, all of the little bits and pieces of ourselves that just finally came together as a collective. And I'm sure if we asked the other girls in our class too, it would all be the same. Yes, you did this for me. You did this. You know, it's yes. just like we're all building these little pieces. Don't you feel like our flame just is getting like barely getting hot ambers and we come back and it's like, there it is. Yeah. You There's my torch. torch. Yeah. And it started, like, the longer we're away, the more dim it gets. You know what I mean? we got to recharge it. And yeah. with the class that we went and audited, though, too, it was younger versions of ourselves that were starting the class. So to see the baby zoners. That's what I'm excited for with teaching. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I remember being in your spot. You're scared shitless. But today is an amazing fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> today is the first day of the rest of your life. You know? But today is Sean Connery when you need him. And... And, and then the day was, in fact, fucking fantastic. Right? You're going to have to, for your class, like, have all these little Sean Connery things. And you'll be like, pause. And then have him speak. And then be like, okay, now yeah. we can go continue. on. Brad's going to be like, no more. You'll be like, <laughs> no more voiceovers. I'm going to introduce you to Sean. Sean Connery. <laughs> we'll just have it be Ramon. Yeah. Ramon can narrate. Ramon's fabulous. He is. I love, I like, I am he envious of everybody that gets to go through his class. It's like, oh, good for you. Some people are like a light, man, and you just, you get to stand next to them and bask in it for a while. Right? Like, like, you know, this is my fill. It's like, you you know that when we get to heaven, you're going to see Brad, you're going to be like, I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's going to 
like the ones trying to buy paparazzi. You're all, like, no, I'm with the band. I'm with the band. <laughs> right? like, oh, that's what everybody's been saying. And we're going to look over and see everybody. And we'll be like, Sue? <laughs> no, he would have her right over there. The rest of us, so he'd be like, hi, Tuts. <laughs> Tell me you can't see that happening. It would happen. <laughs> like he's he's over there sitting next to Jesus. He'd be like, he'd up, be brother. He'd be doing impressions for him. Oh my god, <laughs> that's what it would happen. It would be fantastic. I think I think like you know all that they have to have a sense of humor, don't you think? Absolutely. Why would you want to live indefinitely if there was no sense of humor? Exactly. Like I imagine. Ramon I, I think it's a something. bit twisted, quite frankly. Based right? on my life experience. <laughs> right? Like, God's funny. You're funny. <laughs> like, you think you're funny, don't chop. God, he is pretty funny sometimes. That sometimes. irony and a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Irony is not lost on the universe. That is for sure. No. Not at all. Tanya, you're so quiet. You know, normally I'm not this quiet. I am sometimes. We'll get used to this over the next few podcasts as we talk about everything. You just have to pretend it's not there. I know. I'll get and that people don't listen to this. Weirdos. <laughs> just kidding. I appreciate it. Weirdos. Well, I was honored to be just your kidding. first guest. You're a sweetheart. Aww. You're too sweet to be on a shit show. <laughs> shit show come on you're two together i could write a damn book on that like i know novels that's what i'm meaning though you're two (laughs) together now you've already been through it we're in it we're in it we're in the thick and you're at the top going come on ladies you've got this get your shit together and me and her are going like fuck off (laughs) you know under our breath remember when your parents used to get mad and they turn around you're like fuck Just me? Everybody did that, right? I did that to my mom. My mom had eyes on the back of her head, so I didn't they make really any gestures. <laughs> yeah, I told their heads would, like, spin around. You'd be like, what did I do? It didn't do nothing. It wasn't me. Yeah. It was Wes's fault. Is he younger or older? <laughs> He's older. You're the baby? Well, there's only two of us, so yeah. But I didn't have baby. multiple people to blame stuff on, that's for sure. I but I also ha- only had one person blaming stuff on me. That's true. Try growing up with all sisters. Did you ever get your siblings or anybody to put your head in between your legs and jump up and down? What? No. What? Child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> I had a brother turn me into my mom because I said butthole. <laughs> You know you grew up in Utah. Serious. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's funny. What? What? My mom wouldn't let us say the word hate. Hate? Yeah. We'd say, oh, I freaking hate that. And she'd say, don't say hate. Don't so say it. Don't say hate. What's a word that you hate? Remember we went over moist. People don't <laughs> like that word. Makes them very uncomfortable. I feel like I ran across one not too long ago and I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what it was, though. Do you got one? You don't have a word that you dislike? Not off the top of my head. Mine's the N-word. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that one's a no for me. If you are a person that's allowed to say that, then I'm like, whatever. But if you're not, it's like, I want to see you say that in front of them. And then you can say it. Yeah. It makes me uncomfortable. I'm not a huge fan of the C-word. Oh, I use that one all the time. And and I... And I can deal with it when women use it. It make it pisses me off when men use it. But I think that's like my own past trauma stuff. It's like I don't blame you, but that don't bother me. I just feel like it's a cheap shot. Like it's the lowest hanging fruit. If you've got nothing What's, and you're fucking losing the fight that's your and you're going to whip that one out, you are one coward son of a bitch. Like grow a goddamn imagination. So, I can't. So what would be the guy's version of that word? That would be the one blow. I don't know. I always just. What do you think you can get a man to like? What? You whip out a ruler. Be like, you want to measure? I guarantee you, I can get one bigger than yours. They really do. Amazon will deliver it within twenty four hours. Yeah. You want a sword fight? We'll sword fight. Can we just say that they care more about that than women do? Mm-hmm. There's three women I right know. here. I'm not going to say that size doesn't matter because that is a bald face fucking lie. But they have to know how to use it. But there is such thing as too big, also. So there. Yes. Yeah. And too small. Yes. <laughs> I've experienced both, but not to the traumatizing factor of yours. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
That was a terrible experience for all of us. Like, I, and I, let's just say that man, that he has a reputation he's at got, this point, and it ain't a good one. He better be good with other stuff. I don't even remember his name, but he disappoints something me. Something with a B, wasn't it? R? It definitely wasn't something with a D. No. He didn't have that. Don't come in here with the wrong equipment. <laughs> Who does that? I mean, the man's got what the man's got. We're not trying to shame people. No. Well, everybody's body is different. No, no shame. No But, it, but if you know shaming. that you're... I'm not sure they have an E rating for this conversation. Yeah, it's just... Well, She's not good. trying to relive it. PTSD, bro. Everybody deserves but to if be you know loved. You... The big D in that one That right there is the perfect ex- moment to show how nice you are. Tanya, you're too sweet. You know that you put everybody else before yourself. Sometimes you put being nice ahead of being kind to you. Yes, this is true. Let's get off this subject. Jesus, I feel like, like, oh yeah. my gosh. This is just took a, like all of those <clears throat> squirrel moments, you know, what we talked about earlier. I want all my nuts back. <laughs> Seriously, I need my nuts back. <laughs> Do you care to elaborate on that so people are like, they're nuts? Yeah, my nuts. These nuts? I just won $25 on the Super Bowl board. I just thought I'd share that with you. Oh my god. Tanya, I'm sorry we went down that. You might have to edit all that out. Yes, you're going to have to edit a lot. We're going to have a five minute episode. I think so. Tanya... And then we're going to put Tanya in. <laughs> and I'll be like, all right, outro. <laughs> it's just going to be me. <laughs> Do you remember that one time we got drunk at the hot springs? And My Shannon God. had to drive us? And you recorded it. It was Who freaking amazing. That? that was the best night. That it was, was a great so night. so much fun. It was. Even though You're I all her. yelling, shine on your corker, your corker. She was probably like, I've never drinking. Like, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. It's not all it's cracked up to be. Somebody record you and then blast it everywhere. <laughs> it, was, it was It was. a good time, though. It always is when we're together. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Are you snacking? They're so dead. You and your strawberry balls today. Her and balls and nuts. Hey, same. You brought the nuts. And the balls. Mm-hmm. One hour and 13 minutes. Damn. Yeah. That's like three episodes. Probably. Well, probably once maybe. we chop it down, it'll be one. Probably one. Yeah. <laughs> Please edit out all the penis shit. <laughs> and floated devices in the hula hoop. Yeah, that might, that might just be outtake material there. <laughs> for behind-the-scene content. <laughs> Make people pay for that shit. <laughs> Breathe, McLeana. Breathe. Tony's like, what did I agree to? I kind of was. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. It this really thing. is a shit show though out there. I'm excited that I'm gonna get to see every every month. Oh my god. I'm excited. I need In it. just a few weeks, less than a month. I need it. Like in what three weeks? <sighs> yeah. Stress me out. Be amazing. I'm excited to come learn from you. I'm going to be sitting in the front row. Melissa, I'm going to save a chair for you right next to me. Yeah, I'm missing class one, but I'll try to catch a few for sure. But we let the masses know what's happening. McLean is training to be a teacher of foot zoning. I forgot we were still recording. I didn't know what the hell he was doing. I was like, what? Yep, that's our good news. (laughs) Yep. So are you going to bring all your feel-good stuff in like Madge did? Like your drum circle and... I don't know. There's lots of information. They cram it all in, yeah. I know when I finally am able to start teaching classes and do that. Like I already know what I want to do. Good. But, yeah. I gotcha. You already got it figured out. Good for you. I'm going to know all the instructors. Will you be one one day? Will I be one one day? Mm, I don't think so. Why? I don't know. Don't want to. Uh, it's not that I don't want to teach people, because I think I can teach people things. I think you are meant to teach people. I just, She's more Reiki. I don't really... She's more other things. She's more like therapy, psychological shit. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I might go back to school and become a therapist one day. It might happen. I think you I don't know how scary that is. <clears throat> 
I think you'd be good at it. You would do really great, especially because you've been through the trenches. You know what to expect. I think that should be like a requirement for some of the therapists in that. Like you've already yourself have been in therapy instead of just spewing out textbook shit mm -hmm. to somebody that comes in. You've actually got the life experience. It. You, you've related, you know your why. Yeah. It really comes back to that. Knowing your why. So let's end on that. What is our why? Two. Let's, why do we, why we do what we do? Why foot zoning? Do do? Or, just, or just whatever. Why? Not necessarily foot zoning, but what is our why for life? Like right now, what is our why? Mm, my life's complicated right now. What's my why? Um, that's a deep question. Right. Um, in a nutshell, it comes down to two things. I deserve it. And my daughters deserve to see me do it. For school? Everything. Just everything life. in life right now. Everything in my life right now. I deserve it. Yeah. And my but daughters deserve to see it. No. I've had more good. than enough fucking bad. So but this is me good. creating everything. This is me creating everything from this point forward. I deserve it. I yes. deserve better and I deserve to get what I want. And, and deserve I deserve to things. be fucking happy and to enjoy my life. I deserve that. Fuck Absolutely. yeah. And my daughters deserve to see me do it. Mm -hmm. To not settle. They, and they need to see that it... It's possible. Yes. Fuck the world. Do what you want. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I would say that's my why is uh, getting people to think differently. See themselves differently. That's what you're doing? Yeah. I feel like, yeah, you do that. Absolutely. Like, I know one of my purposes is to help people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, however that is. However Even that is. Even if it's being an example, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I will be that for you. We've all been the example of what not to do, at least once. At least once. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Just once. <laughs> you? I don't know. What's your I question? think, and given what I do for work... And the staff that I work with and seeing the people as they come in and the lifestyles, things like that, that people are brought in. I take with what I would have wanted growing up, that it is okay to not be in the box. It is okay yes. to step outside of the box. And sometimes it just takes somebody saying, it is okay to open the box, to break open that glass ceiling. Yes. You are not meant to be in this box. And yeah. it's okay. You're not meant to be in any box. Yep. So that's that's my why like for right that. now is to just educate people and to let people know at all ages that it, it is okay yeah. to be different. And it's there's okay. nothing wrong with you. Mm -mm. You're beautiful just the way you are. Absolutely. And it's yeah. like, and yeah. if you're a true religious person, it's like, do you think that God made a mistake when he made you? No. He doesn't do that. Everybody's perfectly imperfect. And some of us are a super fun brand of crazy. <laughs> Some make really good people watching. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> that is. Right? You ever wonder how many people are just watching you and you don't realize it? <laughs> I try not to think about it. I'd never leave my house. Like, I'm, I have noticed lately a lot of people, men, talking to themselves. And I've said this to Hiram, he's like, are you sure they don't have headphones, like, talking to somebody? I'm like, no. They're just talking to themselves. And then I'm like, do I do that? I talk to myself all the time. People do, but it's like, do you talk to yourself when you don't realize you're talking to yourself? Uh, no, I usually know I'm talking to myself, but I don't know. There's a mental health health crisis out there we're just gonna say that that's, nobody's been right that's an for years now so if they gotta talk to their invisible friend to make now. through the day then it's fine when i tell people i'm like i'm like we're gonna vote for a new president this year oh they're like I don't next think year and i'm like this november yeah holy crap i don't want to think about campaign <clears throat> that's all other i freaking hate campaign shit oh god i hate politicians altogether the whole thing is a giant waste of money. I think anyone that believes a politician, it's like, you need to know when somebody's lying to you. <laughs> I just don't want to be bombarded with everything like... My opponent think like, quit talking shit about each other. If I want to nice. hear people talk shit about everybody else, i just go outside. <laughs> like, I don't need to hear it on the fucking radio. I was going to say something bad. You're terrible. <laughs> but it's probably true. It's true. But yeah. Anyhow, I don't know. Do we feel like we okay. wrapped it? Are I we think good? so. I think I made Tonya uncomfortable, so Just we're good. Just a little bit. <laughs> Melissa, I think the video, you're like, got the halo around I the whole entire time. She is an angel. I love it. That or she's just on fire. It's the light. She's the phoenix uh, among us. 
Oh, look at that. Hey, look. There I am. We should have had it that way the whole time. We're learning. We might just be in audio. We'll see. We got to have Shannon on. <sighs> Poor Shannon. She's probably like, I don't know, these ladies stress me out. <laughs> I don't know, man. She might have got such a fun side to her. She she's oh awesome. My goodness. She's quiet, but she's deadly. It's like she's... I feel like she's laughing at us on the inside. <laughs> like, a lot. <laughs> like stupid waffles (laughs) but not because she doesn't think that way but her version of that (laughs) she's just probably like silly girls (laughs) oh all righty ready outro do you have your outro tunes oh god what is our outro tune i can't if you like that's what the intro was What I'm do a we great got? singer. Uh, what should we do? Midnight margaritas? That's lime in the coconut. Put the lime in the coconut and shake it all up. <laughs> <laughs> I hope people get to see you shake your movies. <laughs> there is no, we owe no copyright to this song. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, shaking your coconuts? I don't know. Oh. Why does this whole episode have a sexual edge to everything, it? Everything either goes okay. to bed or poop. Do you ever notice <laughs> that? <laughs> Most conversations, if they last long enough, they go to poop. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Well, it is the shit show. <laughs> we said it right up front. We did. Exactly. All right, everybody. Wait. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, Bye. have a good night. Day. Whenever you ah! <laughs> Was that too blunt? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. So <laughs> that is perfect. <laughs>